On this second Thursday of Lent, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off, and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. There are words and parables in the Gospels that are so rich in expression, that tell us so much when we listen to them. Passages where Jesus got to the point so squarely, never rambling, and was so direct and firm that you'd think they don't need any explanation. This is true. However, it's always good to listen to them again. It's good to comment on something that may wake us up from the lethargy we live in. It's good to ask ourselves if we're living by what we listen to. Over the last few days, we were saying that we tend to forget and we fall back into our personal routines and we overlook places that we shouldn't forget about. If we forget these places of our own faith, our heart becomes stunted and we fall into a faith a la carte, not a faith that changes lives, but one that adapts itself to us. A place of faith that is irreplaceable and irremovable, one that will never change despite the years, is, did you know, the poor. Why is this a place of faith? Because this is where we meet the one we decide to love and grow with, Jesus. How can we dodge and overlook Jesus' words for today? It's impossible. If we receive goods on earth, whether they're gifts or the results of our own personal effort, or both, and we don't know how to share them when we see so many people that are having a rough time, we will end asking for clemency from those who we didn't want to help when they needed us the most. None of us can end world hunger, injustice, pain, inequality and homelessness, but we can help in some way those that cross our path, just like we have received help. Somebody can say, I haven't received any gifts, I have nothing to spare, why should I help somebody I don't know? Are you sure about this? 
Has nobody given you anything? Think about it. Look back on your life since childhood. Are you sure? Are you sure that you don't have anything extra at home? Take a look at all the clothes that you have that you don't wear. Take a look at your kitchen and the food that you have. Take a look at your wallet and your bank account and think if you really need everything you have. Could it be that we have more than what we need? While us Christians save and keep everything we have, thousands of people fight every day for what they need daily, not even thinking about what they will be needing the next day. Jesus doesn't reproach us for having goods. He admonishes us for having a closed heart. It's not wrong to have goods. What's bad is not to share them. What's bad is to see somebody lying by the wayside and walk past them to spend thousands and thousands on superfluous things and not being able to look around and feel the pain of so many people that don't have enough. What is wrong is for people to have two or three homes while others can't even own a shed. There are many Lazaruses out there who are eating the scraps out of the table of those who spend money for no reason. In this world there are many Lazaruses that are comforted by dogs and not by us, Christians. While many people cry out for their rights and like to assert them without contemplating the needs of our society, there are people who don't even have the time or the heart to find out if they have any rights at all. Sometimes our human hearts can be so closed up that neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. This expression from Jesus may be strong and harsh, but it graphically describes the drama of the heart of people who are closed to love, to God and to those in need. May Jesus free us from having a closed heart. There is no need for somebody to rise from the dead for us to discover what God wants, because we already know it. We have the gospel of the Lord every day, and what we need is to believe it, to accept it, and to bring it to life. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.